Well, good morning. Welcome to the Wealth Guardians radio program. We are so glad you decided to spend a little of your weekend with us. I'm Doug Ray, and with me is uh, Mr. Bryce Payne. Good morning, oh, Bryce. Ahoy, hoy. Good morning, Doug. How are you doing on this beautiful weekend? I'm, I'm great. I am ready to go. Outstanding. We have got our uh, client barbecue that we've got to get over to here this weekend. I'm yep. looking forward to it. We did not get to do one last year, but we're doing it this year. Yeah, everything is starting to slowly get back to normal, and I'm thankful for that. Very good. All right. You know, speaking of normal, uh, getting back to normal, um, I'm getting anxious for football season to start, and you and I have a little yeah. interesting uh, interesting conundrum going on here. Uh, hockey season's now af- almost officially over for me. My two teams are the Avalanche and the Hurricanes. Hurricanes just got out of the playoffs. Avalanche are about to get outed from the, hur- from the playoffs. But I'm a Broncos fan. And you're a Green Bay Packers fan, and we're both, of course, Panthers fans. Yep. But uh, Broncos fan, and we've got a little bit of a uh, interesting scenario going on between our two teams right now. Well, yeah, I mean, um, one know. of us is going to be cheering Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, when all this first broke out, I, I just thought it was kind of a something that would you know pass over right. in a couple days, but uh, it's got some teeth. It's sticking around it, as a story. It, it does, and, and I'm starting to get a little bit concerned because Aaron's not talking, and the, both sides aren't sitting down and, and hashing things out, and. You know, Devonnie Adams came out the other day and said he's all behind uh, Aaron Rodgers and his beef with the Packers. And I don't know. I mean, it looked like they were putting together a real contender for an, another Super Bowl run. But with all this going on, I don't know. And, you know, Jordan Love's getting all the reps right now. So, right. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. We will see what happens there. But uh, Broncos are certainly in desperate need for a quarterback. So I'll be happy to cheer on Aaron Rodgers. We did good <laughs> when we got uh, Peyton Manning and his, uh, you know, after his prime, we, we did just fine with him. So maybe we can do the same thing for Aaron. Aaron's still in his prime, man. <laughs> MVP last year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, hey, folks, uh, want to uh, remind you that uh, Doug and I are big fans of yours. If you have ever served and put on a uniform, Doug has put on the uniform and served as a uh, aviator combat uh, combat aviator with the navy doug thank you for your service and to everybody else out there who has served in some fashion or another we want to thank you for your service as well um and your family we know that uh, there's sacrifices that you make and uh, we want you to know that we appreciate those sacrifices here on our end doug uh we've got a fun show today it's that same uh, show that we do once a month listener questions they keep rolling in don't they they, they do indeed you get some good ones this week and we're going to go to jerry who's from in brown summit and jerry says bryce and doug we have two daughters in their mid-20s and we'll probably be paying for weddings for both of them soon What's a good way to invest money for an expense like this? And we'll probably need it relatively soon. We just don't know exactly when. Mm-hmm. He actually asked you, too. Yeah, he did. He did he ask us both. So Bryce and Doug. Bryce and Doug. Yeah. So he mentioned me. We appreciate that, Jerry. Down here in the producer's chair, we appreciate that. And uh, he mentions, Jerry, you mentioned uh, a key aspect to that. Uh, I don't know if you meant to, but you alluded to the time horizon, what we call the time horizon or the time frame of when you need the money. That is a key aspect of uh, of knowing a key factor in what you're going to invest in. Doug, uh, time horizon means everything. Relatively soon. Yeah, I mean, are they engaged? Is there a date? I mean, you know, is a relatively soon a year? Is it two years? Is it uh, six months? And that, I mean, that would play a factor in what your investment options are. You know, the fact of the matter is, I know you hate seeing money sit there making nothing in the bank, but uh, relatively soon to me indicates you got to have it liquid and ready. Right. 
Um, so you wouldn't want to put this in the stock market or any long-term investment because if that wedding rolls around and you're down 20%, you know, you're not, you're not going to be in good shape. You can't invite 20 less guests to the <laughs> <Right>. wedding. <laughs> exactly. You know, I think you're stuck, man. I well, really cash do. you could do. I mean, if, if you feel comfortable, Jerry, that uh, it's not less than a year away, then there's a couple of options for you, like a CD. There's some, yeah. it might be a fixed annuity out there for a year, um, but you're, you're talking pennies to the dollar on what you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. So, so if, if it's worth your time to go in and put it into an investment where you'll get you know, a half a percent as opposed to what you're already getting in the bank based off of a couple of thousand dollars, then go do it. But that's really, as Doug said, you don't want to risk it. So you've got to go with some type of FDIC type of option or just leave it uh, leave it in savings, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Do not put it in uh, Bitcoin. Hey, why not? Well, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a little volatile these days. So, <laughs> yeah, Jerry, uh, congratulations to you and, and uh, the ever-expanding family. We're happy for you here. Uh, if you'd ever like to talk with us about your longer-term investment options, then we can certainly help you out with that. But on a real short term like that, you're, you're pretty limited. Two daughters. Do you have any idea how much weddings cost nowadays? I don't want to know. I've you, got it. I've got, got a daughter. daughter. Who's probably going to be down the aisle at some point, and no, don't want to think about it. I think it's just. You gonna... better start saving up right now. Yeah, yeah. You better pay, pay me more right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Touche, as they say. <laughs> Our next question comes to us from Kate in Lexington, and Kate in Lexington says, "Gentlemen, I have a catch twenty-two. I have some Apple stock that I really want to sell." because I've made a lot of money over the years, but I'm worried about the tax bill I might create when I sell. So what's more important, capturing gains or keeping taxes now? That's a good question, That is a very good question, and it's a good problem to have, too. It is. You know, obviously it's a long-term gain, so it's going to have, you know, a a fair tax treatment to it. Uh, A lot depends upon what your income bracket is and and what that capital gains tax rate is. you know, one thing you can do uh, is come and sit down and talk with us and let's run your situation through our tax planning software. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah, and, and, and let's just play out some different scenarios for you. It might be, I mean, depending upon your, your, um, your income, you might only be paying 15% taxes on, on this right. gain. Right. Now, having said all that, there's other ways to hedge your position. Uh, if you want to keep the keep the stock, but then it's going to require you to learn how to do the hedging because most most brokers won't won't do this for you, and, and that's using options. Uh, you can uh, sell covered calls on the position, and 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 then with that, you the proceeds from that, you can buy some protective puts. But um, you know, outside of that, uh, if you're really concerned about the value of Apple and, and where it is and where the market is and, and so forth, uh, you know, selling may be your last strategy. Very good. Yep. So. Well, Kate, you know, uh, we did have a client who was big into Apple. He was also very low into risk, and there is a certain amount of risk that you're taking with with any stock like Apple. Um, he was down about, uh, what was it, 20%, Doug? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's still waiting for that to climb back up from his uh, to not capture his losses. And so, uh, Kate, power to you. Um, again, as Doug said, if you'd like to reach out to us, 336-391-3409, we'd be happy to help you out and uh, see what uh, our tax planning software says for you. All right, we're going to go to one more question here before we go to break in the trivia question. And this is coming from Alec in Pilot Mountain. Alec says, Doug and Bryce, 
our IRAs seem like they haven't made much money for the last two years. Is our broker just not paying attention to our accounts, or what's going on? Alec and Pilot Mountain. Well, thank you, Alec, for the question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, of course, we would have no way of knowing what your broker's doing. Uh, obviously, if you're watching your accounts, you know what they're doing, and you say they're not making any money in the last two years. So, well... You know, you did deal with a 37% S&P down month back in March of 2020, so that might have dampened down the return of your account a little bit. But really, again, you know, we could, if you want to come and sit down with us, we could analyze your, your IRA and see what's going on in there. We can tell you exactly how much risk you're taking and, and the fees you're paying. I think the fees is a key aspect, yeah. uh, perhaps, on this one. It's uh, Alec, uh, fees, everyone knows that you have to have some kind of fees if you have any kind of manager account or advisor handling your account. But uh, we find some accounts come through here where we analyze the fees, and they are pretty high, a lot higher than one would have expected. We can help get those fees lowered, but may, that might be part of your problem is that fees are eating into your uh, – your returns pretty heavily and uh, that is definitely a conversation worth having if you were expecting gains you're okay with some risk over the last couple of years and you just haven't made anything your accounts haven't been growing and it's not because you're taking distributions then uh, it sounds like there is an issue there Doug and I can't identify it just from the little information that you've given us but it certainly seems like an evaluation uh, is worthy of happening. And that's one of the things that we, if you sit down with us, you come into the office, we run a number of different analyses for you. Risk tolerance versus risk is one of the analysis that we run for you. Uh, your fee analysis, a fund analysis, a tax analysis, a social security al analysis. We run all of these for you and see how all these um, different configurations play into your retirement planning. And uh, we'd love to sit down with you or anybody else out there listening who has perhaps has an advisor, but you're looking for a second opinion, or perhaps uh, you never had an advisor. You've just had your own 401k or your own IRA. You've done it yourself and you're approaching retirement. And now you're starting to think, hmm, maybe I want to have a professional look at this because I really don't want to mess up my retirement. And uh, that's what we can help you do. It's just a matter of calling us at 336- 391-3409. Uh, Joy or Lynn will answer the phone. They'll get an appointment set up and you can sit down with Doug and myself and we'll start running those analysis. There is no cost or no obligation for it. It is just a matter of you dedicating the time just like we do. And uh, we'd welcome the opportunity to sit down with you, Alex, and see if we can actually come to an answer on that question and see what kind of gains you should have been expecting uh, based on your portfolio for the last couple of years. Doug, anything to add to that? No, good job, Bryce. All right. Well, trivia uh, time. it is trivia time. All right. Before we go to break here, folks, as you might know, we try to stump Doug, and um, this time... You do a good job of it, We'll too. see. We'll see what we can do here. Doug, on May 7th of 1929, this sovereign nation came into existence and remains the smallest and least populous country. So on May 7th, 1929, the smallest and least populous country came into existence. And Where did you come up with this? You'll, you'll, <laughs> when you hear the answer, you'll realize that you should have gotten it. All right, folks, we'll be back after this. Stay tuned. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. Folks, thank you for sticking around through the break. We appreciate spending a little bit of time with you this uh, beautiful weekend here in the Carolinas. You know, if you're out there listening and you are five to seven years from retirement, and you really want to confirm that you're making the best decisions for retirement, well, I've got good news for you. We offer a no-cost, no-obligation second review of your portfolio so you can learn how to retire the job while keeping the paycheck. All you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call at 336-391-3409. 336-391-3409. 
We'd love to hear from you. You can also go visit us at our website, thewealthguardians.com, which before we get to our uh, trivia question answer here, uh, brings us to our weekly website highlight. And every week we uh, want to point out a feature of our website that uh, we think you might find interesting or helpful. So if you go to our homepage at thewealthguardians.com and you scroll over the Media Center tab at the top right, you can click on one of the drop-downs called Blog. And there you can see various topics that we've written about, including, here's just a name of a few of them, five big problems to solve before you retire, three basic retirement questions to ask yourself, 12 reasons you could go broke in retirement, and there's many other articles there as well. So it's just a uh, good little browsing uh, venture for you. You can read uh, what it is we do and what services we provide and uh, what expertise we bring to the table in helping somebody transition into retirement. So again, thewealthguardians.com. At our homepage, scroll over the Media Center and click on Blog, and there you will find all those great articles that we uh, publish up there. All right, so before we went to the break, we asked Doug a question, and we asked you a question as well. Doug does not like this question because maybe geography is not his strongest suit, but on May 7th, 1929, this sovereign nation came into existence and remains the smallest and least populous country. Now, Doug, I'm going to throw something else in there. Knowing you and Sherry, I suspect that you, there's a very good chance that you two might have traveled to this country. I think I know what it is. All right, let's see. The Vatican. Ha! He got it, folks. Ding, ding, ding. You didn't like the question, but once you thought about it during the break, you kind of figured it out. Yeah, I'd say that was a neat trip. Um, I mean, in fact, we got to the Vatican. We had dinner there uh, with a group of other financial advisors. And um, they were going through, all of Europe was going through this huge heat wave. It was coming up from Africa. And there's no air conditioning in there. Oh, really? No. (laughs) This country does not have air conditioning, period. How about that? Well, the Sistine Chapel does. Okay. But this, this, we had, there was probably 500 of us. Wow. And the entertainment was the three tenors. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, impressive, Doug. I'm telling you, it must have been 120 degrees in there. Ah. Those poor guys, they were pulled. You know, oh, they're, they're not small guys. They're, they're not. <laughs> and they had they had um, tuxedos on. They oh. were yanking ties off, pulling off jackets oh as they God. were singing. It was it was an amazing adventure, uh, to to say the least. But yeah, I, I remember that from my trip. It is the smallest uh, sovereign nation. Very good. Well, here's a couple other little tidbits about it. Uh, the Vatican was formed in February 1929 when the Lateran Treaty was signed and ratified by Italy's government, guaranteeing the Vatican sovereignty. Uh, the Vatican has a GDP of $21,198 per capita, which makes it the 18th wealthiest nation. Hmm. And the U.S. is number 13. So there we go. Good job. See, you didn't like the question, but you got it. All you had to do was think about it for a minute. What do they say about blind squirrels? I don't know. what It finds (laughs) a nut every once in a while. acorn every once in a while. Very good. All right, folks. Well, if you were out there and you got that kind of a trick question, well, good job to you. Uh, We'll try to get you next time. All right. So we're going back to our for our second segment now. Uh, We're finishing up with our um, uh, listener questions for the month. And now we've got Michael in Burlington reaching out to us. And he says, Doug and Bryce. I have several old 401ks from companies that I used to work for, and I'm getting tired of keeping up with all these statements. Can I just combine them all in one account? Or maybe the question is, should I combine them? Well, Michael, you are talking exactly like my wife, because (laughs) when we got together, 
she had she was working uh, what's called locums um, in healthcare, which means you go to a bunch of different hospitals and you get paid much better as long as you don't put your roots down. And she had a number of these different four hundred one ks all over the place, and she was not paying attention to them, and that was me to round them all up and, uh, and and get them taken care of. But Doug, should what what can Michael do, and what should he do? He uh, absolutely should consolidate, and then think about doing Roth conversions. You know, this question reminds me of a client that came to us probably, I don't know, 10 years or so ago. Had like 28 accounts. 28 for old 401ks out there or just, just, just various accounts? Various accounts. An IRA here, their Roth there. He really thought that was diversification. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get that, don't we? That that's not the concept of diversification, no. folks. No, it, it, was, it was a nightmare working initially working and putting all these pieces uh, of the puzzle together for him. Finally got it consolidated into about four or five different accounts. Uh, but man, what a mess. And I, you know, my hat's off to you if you've been trying to keep up uh, all the paperwork with these accounts over the years. So yeah. If you move, that's a lot of addresses you've got to keep changing. Oh, goodness gracious, yes. So there's two two key aspects of why, Michael, you you might want to consider on this. When you have 401ks out there, you are paying a fee, which is called a 12B1 fee. It's kind of like an advisor fee that is only in 401ks. Well, when you leave a company, you are able to roll that 401k over to an IRA, usually with no charges. There's no fees to do it. There's no tax penalties for rolling it over to an IRA. And every time you leave a company, you can take that 401k and roll it over into the same IRA. So you're just consolidating all your accounts into one IRA. IRAs don't have those 12B1 fees. So you could have essentially the same investment, whether it's a mutual fund or whatnot, and not be paying that additional fee. So there's your one reason to do it. Uh, two, as Doug said, consolidations. For Pete's sakes, don't have a dozen different accounts out there that you have to keep track of. Just focus on one IRA, and then you can convert as time goes on to Roths. Another reason is that you've got a 1,000 more investment options available to you in IRA than you do a 401k. Those 401ks are just giving you kind of run-of-the-mill, a few here and there mutual fund options that are not the cream of the crop. And if you want to really have some good investment options in there, you've got to pull them out of a 401k into an IRA. Additionally, I'll also tell you, uh, Michael, that if you are 59 and a half, your current 401k might be eligible for uh, what is called an in-service rollover. Even if you're still working with the company, if you're over 59 and a half, uh, a lot of companies will offer you the option to roll it over. You still keep the account and you're still making contributions to it, but you've taken the existing balance rolling that over to an IRA. So that's something to consider as well. But Michael, yeah, absolutely. That's that's a no-brainer. If you've got mm-hmm. old 401ks out there, there's just no positive side to um, if you don't work for the company, you're, in most cases, you're not eligible for a loan anymore through that 401k, which would be the only reason I tell you to keep it there. And that's so that doesn't make sense either. So yeah, roll them over. All right, thank you. points. Thank you, Very Michael. Points. I yeah. appreciate the question there. And if you need help uh, us helping you analyze what kind of IRA you should have or what your investment should be in, please reach out to us, 336-391-3409. All right, next, Doug, we've got to us coming uh, from High Point is Frida. And she says, Doug, I've heard some people advertising that they can teach you ways to avoid paying taxes in retirement. This sounds like a scam to me, so I haven't even looked into it. What's that all about? That you can avoid paying taxes altogether? She, she just asked for me, right? She did, so I'll, I'll be quiet. Go ahead. <laughs> 
Look, uh, there are some ways to mitigate taxes, absolutely. Mitigate, and, yes. And, and, and we teach it as well. Uh, I mentioned in a question uh, a couple questions ago about a Roth conversion. That's one way to do it. Uh, you can also uh, get a cash value life insurance uh, program going, and, and you can build up the cash value, and you can take loans from it, which are tax-free. It's going to be very difficult to completely eliminate all taxes. Um, if you have earned income, you're going to pay some tax, most likely. Uh, if you have capital gains, you're probably going to pay some tax. You know, I've been in this business 33 years now, and I have seen some scams come down the road about mm. around taxes. I remember probably 20 years ago, this one company came out with a product. You would invest in it, and immediately, if it was an IRA, you would invest in it, and then they would discount it 90%, okay, so that you could then pull the money out of the IRA and, and only pay tax on that 10%. Huh. And then magically, over the next couple of years, it regained all of its value oh. plus any growth. Well, guess what the IRS did? I bet they didn't like that They too did much. not like it a bit, and they called that a scam and shut it right down. How about that? <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's all kinds of things out there. But, it, you know, legitimate stuff like Roth conversions, cash value life insurance, that's good stuff and, and probably ought to be part of your overall plan. So, again, I'd like to invite her to come in and see us, and let's, let's talk about her situation. Yeah, Frida, give us a call, 336-391-3409. We'd love to sit down with you just like we'd look forward to sitting down with anybody who's got tax questions or Social Security questions or retirement planning questions, etc. All right, we're going to what I think is going to be our last question now, and this comes to, to us from uh, Margaret in Moxville. And Margaret says... Doug and Bryce, I'm worried about my kids. Well, who isn't? I mean, just right there. That's that's all we need to know. No, uh, I'm worried about my kids. They're in their 20s, and I'm just not sure they're going to have the same economic opportunities that I had. My parents didn't leave me an inheritance, so I've never planned to leave one either. But should I be rethinking that to make sure that my kids have some help later in life? Should you? Well, you know, I think every generation worries about their kids. Sure. Um, that's nat- that's natural. Yeah, uh, it is. And uh, whether or not you want to leave them an inheritance is is that's that's your personal decision. Uh, I wouldn't base it on whether you know your parents left you one or you, you know right. you think your kids are not going to have the same opportunities you are or you had. Um, I tend to be long term optimistic about things. I know things look a little bit tough right now, but. Um, you know, this country's been through a lot worse uh, in the past, and I, I think we'll, you know, we'll continue to soldier on and, and, and do well. And I think there's going to be all kinds of opportunities for, for your kids. But leaving them an inheritance, again, that's a personal preference. Yeah, what do I you don't, think, Bryce? Well, she asks, should she? Um, so, uh, she says, I never planned on leaving one. Uh, my parents didn't leave me an inheritance, so I've never planned on having one either. But should I be rethinking that? I don't know that we can answer the question should or not. Everybody's a little bit different how I'm what, uh, how I'm going to approach leaving Aspen an inheritance versus how what Doug is thinking with uh, your two kids who are older. Uh, I don't know that there's a should or shouldn't on that. Warren Buffett's not leaving much for his kids. But could you? Now, if, we, if we're asking the question, could you? Yes, you certainly can. And we can help you out with doing some estate planning mm-hmm. and figuring out what's the best way to structure your account so that if you do plan on leaving 
Margaret, your uh, your kids something. What's the best way to do it so that you're actually leaving the kids something and not Uncle Sam something? And what is a reasonable amount that you could expect to be able to leave them based on what your retirement needs and goals are? That we can help you with. If you want to give us a call, 336-391-3409, We'd love to sit down with you. Again, it's 336-391-3409, and we can have that conversation. But the should is really up to you. Doug, anything else to add before we uh, depart here only, for the weekend? only other thought I have is I bet she doesn't have grandkids yet. And Not when yet. she does, right. her thinking is going to change. Her thinking is going to change. You got that exactly <laughs> right. Folks, whether you have grandkids or not out there, I hope you have a uh, good rest of your weekend, and we will see you back here at same time, same place next weekend. Have a good one.